Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. Happy now to be, uh, we are, by the way, not on your television sets, because we're in Bozeman, Montana. We're doing this remotely from the uh, Universal Athletic Headquarters in Bozeman as we get ready for the Cat Grizz game tomorrow. Our thanks to, uh, to Universal Athletic, to the Montana Football Hall of Fame, and to Up Top Clothing, which... All three people seated at this table yeah. got on some up-top gear right now. we like to welcome in at this moment Brock Coyle, a good buddy Brock Coyle, former Grizzly, uh, former San Francisco 49er, and, uh, well... The man sitting here. Hi, Brock. How are you? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Well done, by the way, on that intro. Well, thanks. It's, See, the, when know, he goes on vacation, it's just over. <laughs> I, I I cannot get through it. Oh, I got in his zone. I'm looking at him like, dang, he's just getting a lot of words out. Of yeah, you know, if you say the just same like football thing every day, though, it's, it's all about reps. That's yeah. right. That's right. I, I know I know the show intro, and I know how to tell my son, get down from there. Those are the <laughs> things I say over and over again. Uh, Brock, great to have you, man. It's awesome to see you. And, uh, man, so much to get to uh, with this game and, and everything that goes with it. But what I wanted to ask you is, you are a Bozeman guy who went to play at the University of Montana, then, of course, went on uh, to a, a very successful NFL career in Seattle and San Francisco, and have come back to Bozeman, but having matriculated through the University of Montana in this city on this weekend, what is that like for you? Do you are you, know, are you catching it from all directions on a, on, a, on a Grizz Cat weekend in, in Bozeman? You know, honestly, not really. Now, is that uh, maybe people don't recognize me anymore, but I'm cool with, but... Uh, you know, I guess for me, honestly, when I think about this game and really what it means to me as a player, um, you know, I get to, when I drive by that stadium, I just think of my senior year. You know, I think that was the most, your senior year you're in college, that's the most important, you know, year for you. And so it was awesome. We went in there, got the dub. And so, you know, JP Flynn and I joke with each other. It's like, hey, if you win your senior year, you get to ride that the rest of your career. That it's know? all so good. It's well, good, man. It's I'm a Bozeman boy. And I won in Bozeman. It's interesting, though, for this Grizzly team tomorrow because if if Montana State comes away with a W, that's the first class in 42 years, I think it is, that will not have had a win against Montana State through, mm-hmm. through it all. But if they do win tomorrow, like you said, that's a senior class. They don't care that they were 0-3 to go. They won the one at the end that, that they will ride off into the sunset, like you said. Absolutely. And I think, you know, it's cool just hearing you talk about all these different statistics. This game has such history. I think that's what you got to love about it. Um, but, you know, yeah, I think... The fact that, you know, these guys uh, gone through a coaching change. You know, right. I went through that uh, twice as a player. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I really, it's been fun to watch from afar. I've really seen these guys come together. I've seen these leaders emerge on that team. Um, and it's cool. It, it honestly reminds me a little bit of my senior year with Jordan Johnson at quarterback. Kind of a good group of seniors, me, Jordan Tripp. 
JP Kenning got a lot of guys. Um, just the way we kind of came together and we came out on top. You know, we got a top eight seed in the uh, playoffs that year. So I'm uh, I'm pumped about this team. The the way that the narrative within the rivalry and across the country shifts each year because this game is so big. Who wins it has momentum in the state, outside of the state, on the national stage. We were talking about just the back and forth this decade. The Cats have won five. The Grizz have won four. This is as even as it's been yeah, in sure. the Big Sky era where it's back and forth, back and forth. But we were talking about just what every single one of the games this decade has meant. And that 2013 game gets lost a little bit because so much of the story was about the fact that that Cat team with Daenerys McGee and Cody Kirk and, and Tanner Bleskin and Brad Daly, Zach Minter, mm-hmm. Caleb Schreibeis, they lost that game and they didn't go to the playoffs. Every single one of those guys is a Bobcat Hall of Famer and they didn't go to the playoffs. But you guys are the ones that kept them out of the playoffs. To me, it's one of the most pivotal games because at that moment, the Cats had some momentum. They'd won three Big Sky titles in a row. But you guys shut the door on that, and it honestly, it was the first loss that kind of led to then Rob Ash not being able to get it done against the Grizz, getting let go. But, I mean, that game, it was an amazing game. What do you remember about that Saturday, though? Because that one was one of the sharpest memories in my, in my last 10 years covering this thing. Oh, man, yeah, that, uh, that was a special game. Um... Again, you know, I think for me personally, being in Bozeman, I was lucky enough to play three times here because mm-hmm. uh, I played as a true freshman that I redshirted that next year with an injury. Mm. Um, so, you know, that was special for me growing up in Bozeman, watching games in that stadium. Um, so then my senior year, again, personally coming in there, I knew a lot of people were going to have their eyes on me. A lot of people knew who I was, knew that I left Bozeman to go up to UM and so, yeah, I had a little chip on my shoulder that game and wanted to make sure because also, uh, you know, a story I don't know a lot of people know is Montana State only offered me a half scholarship, you know, out of, out of high school. And Bobby Houck calls me up and goes, hey, Brock, I'll give you a full ride. And so, you know, I had a little little chip on my shoulder for that, too. I wanted to show Coach Ash, like, hey, man, you made a mistake. And uh, I did that day. So it was fun. And we did, we played awesome as a team. And, again, I think – to me, that game really represented that senior class where we went through a lot with a lot, you know, the coaching changes and the scandals and everything like that. But, you know, we came out on top of that day. And uh, so it was awesome, man. That was a great day. Brock Coyle sitting down with us. We are in Bozeman. Two Telling the One is 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. And Brock, interesting because tonight, Bozeman is playing a state championship game right over there in Butte. So, I mean, this is all coming together for you this weekend, all that kind of stuff. What do you t- Tell us about your time in high school and what what Bozeman High School was like, what it was like to be in, the, in that school playing for that team. Because they've been, I mean, Bozeman High School has been very successful in athletics in general for a long time. And, and, uh, and you were certainly part of a lot of great teams then. Yeah, you know, I, I actually... I wasn't. That's the, that, thing. That's it, the most interesting part but, is Bozeman's been dominated yeah, for the last 20 years in everything awesome. except football. They only turned but, the corner of football the last right, 10, right? Right, yeah. But so when I, my senior year, I only won three games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what was cool is this, too, is kind of the tail of the tape with my career is Troy Purcell came in. I was, I think, a freshman or sophomore that year, and he was a brand-new coach. And so, you know, he's trying to implement a system. You know, his personality on the team. And so, you know, we had some senior classes go through. And then I knew, you know, the Tanner Rodericks, the you know, the Will Disleys, I knew they were kind of coming. Right. Um, but it was awesome. I mean, just the way to see Bozeman High School football get put on the state of Montana. You know, growing up for me was Billings West and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Helena Capital. Mm-hmm. And to see Bozeman really come as a powerhouse, it's awesome because, you know, it's a great place. And uh, it's, I'm glad to see that. Kids are competing hard here in Bozeman, and uh, heck, they're in the state championship again. So yeah, it's awesome. amazing. The the rivalry has gotten um, watered down a little bit because of the expansion of Class AA, and then the fact that Butte and Bozeman played every year, and that was the last game of the year usually, yeah. right? I mean, because there are only two AA towns that are one high school town. Right. So Butte Bozeman's kind of like. And the closest to one. I was say, I mean, yeah. Typical Montana, where your actual crosstown game is 75 miles away. <laughs> right, right, right. But. but I mean, that's the rivalry, right? For sure. And so now you yeah. got Bozeman tonight. And, I mean, the best high school game I ever watched was Will Disley's junior year when those guys lost to Butte yeah. in Butte on the last second field goal. But, I mean, just tell people about just the Bozeman-Butte rivalry. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think, you know, rivalries in sports are fantastic. And for us, I mean, yeah, we didn't really have a rival. In middle school, I remember it was Belgrade. 
And then high school, it's like, well, yeah, it's Butte. I mean, they're the closest ones. And, you know, the Bulldogs, they just, the purple, whatever. It's kind of, we built that little uh, fun hatred for them. Um, and it was fun. And, you know, I think, again, when you when you get some rivals, it uh, always makes the game a little better. And it's going to be interesting to see now with Bozeman. You know, you hear about Senior and West over in Billings. And now with Bozeman's new high school coming in, uh, it's going to be fun to watch how that kind of, grows and everything like that i'm getting pictures from butte right now there's five college-sized tailgates going on oh yeah outside naranchi right best. now i mean this is like i bet you colt's out there 100 <laughs> now i mean he's I'm, got the up top 10 i mean look at that that's hundreds of people right there for and sure this is a this the caption of this photo says this is one of five this size so already hundreds i mean we, we were driving through Butte. we heard on the radio at 11 o'clock this morning there was already people lining up at Naranchi Stadium. Yeah, they're bringing in three thousand bleachers. So I mean, th- there could be ten thousand people at this. It's gonna, night. it's gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. You and I are hightailing it over there. Can't actually, wait. as soon as this show yeah. is over. Uh, so we'll, we'll look forward to to catching most of that football game yeah. when we get over there and seeing the atmosphere. But uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be cool, and it's fun for Bozeman too because it's gonna be interesting. I know Missoula has experienced some of this, Kalispell to a certain extent. But when you multiply the high schools, obviously Belgrade, uh, you know, in, uh, upping into Class AA as well. Obviously, the the talent pool is just what it is. However, many kids are there, so this is an opportunity for for the Hawks to kind of stamp it at the end. But they've been playing pretty lockdown defense, right? A little defense versus a little offense over there in Butte tonight. So it'll be fun. Uh, Hawks, man! Shout out the Hawks! There you go! There you go! go. Shouting them out. Stu Tell Nuanas, one hundred two nine ESPN Radio. Brock Coyle. Well, I almost said in studio with us, in Universal Athletic with us at uh, in Bozeman as we get set for Cat Grizz uh, tomorrow. You talked about a couple of memories in that 2013 uh, uh, game, which may be you know the the highlight of it all. But what do you remember about the the preparation for this game, both uh, particularly mentally, emotionally, and and what it was like to to prepare to play in this football game and getting into the sweet spot, as it were, where you were at the right fervor to go out and play as hard as you could, but also, you know, do your job? For sure, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, that's a great question uh, in regards to getting that mindset right for that game. But, you know, when I remember my senior year, Coach Delaney, who was my head coach at the time, he had a, uh, a tradition during that season where, he'd pick captains or pick some senior leaders to give a message for the week and that was our theme and so you know i remember our theme for that week was give them nothing but take from them everything and that was kind of like along those lines of if we beat them we take their playoff spot mm-hmm. and we're not going to give them any opportunity to be successful and you know that really set the mindset for us as a team that year of like all right let's go in there and i think we also understood what we were playing for i think we were kind of felt I know I did, and I know I can speak to some of the seniors on the team and some juniors, too, like Zach Wagaman and some of those guys. But, you know, we felt responsible where, hey, let we want to be the team that kind of brings Montana football back. And I think uh, we had a little more on our shoulders that game. I think playing in Bozeman where, hey, the Bobcats had, they'd been dominating, they'd been playing really well, and we kind of wanted to get back to the top of the big sky that day. So, um, you know, again, that kind of set the tone for us, and then we went in there and got it done. But... You know, I think that's a big component of this game is the mental side where I've seen it. I've seen guys where, I mean, on both sides of this rivalry, I've seen guys on the Grizz who, you know, the moment's too big for them or they let their emotions get the best of them, whatever, um, and then vice versa. So, you know, that's a big component in the, the outcome of the game for sure. Mick Delaney is, I mean, we love Mick Delaney around here. I mean, Who he's, he's come around. He and should been, run for governor. I know he's he's been he's, he's he wants to play golf. He's <laughs> exactly he's got too much going on. Smoke but a cigar once in a while, play some golf. He's he, but he's you know such an engaging guy and such yeah. uh, you know people he, he, people gravitate to him. But as a coach, what was he like? Because I think sometimes sometimes people think, well, there's such an age difference in certain ways. Maybe guys can't connect, but also other times. Maybe that's exactly what you need is that space, and he becomes this sort of avuncular figure or something yeah, like absolutely. that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, honestly, you know, Coach Delaney, again, it's just awesome to be there for the first time for him when he took over as head right. coach for the first time. You know, he actually recruited me out of high school mm. um, when he was working for Bobby, and then Bobby left. But, you know, I think if you think about the situation is Coach Delaney came in with a very hard job. No doubt. 
I mean, a very hard job. And this guy, I mean, a lot was asked of him, and he did a fantastic job. You know, I don't know exactly what happened with the end of his time there, um, if that was, you know, everyone was ready for to move on or whatever. But, you know, Coach Delaney should be remembered for as the coach that brought Montana back. I mean, I really believe that. I think he set the foundation there, and um, that was huge. And so I give him a lot of credit. I have so much respect for him as a man. I think he was... He was one of those coaches where, like, you want to play well for him, you know, because he, he, you could tell the passion he had for you as an individual and us as a team and Montana. Um, he was a good man and a great coach, so it was an honor to play for him. And he's a friend. I mean, he, he always texts me every holiday, you know, everything. So he, he always texts me. He's a great man. So What a good dude. We love Mick Delaney. For sure. You mentioned the multiple coaching changes. I think I mean, you have it's actually a unique position in the fact that not only were you recruited by Bobby Houck, but you played for Bobby Houck. Yeah. I know some other guys in that class played as true freshmen, but I can't think of another one that then made it to his fifth year. Right, because you got hurt, and then you kind of linked back up yep. with the guys who had redshirted, like Jordy. Yep. So you got a chance to play for Bobby Houck, Robin Flugrad, and Mick Delaney. Yeah. See it all go down. What a fascinating arc, right? I mean, you're one of the only guys that got to see that, to play on that 2009 team that goes undefeated until the national championship game, watch the playoff streak end in 2010, be on the team in 2011 right. when you whip the Cats, go through the whole scandal, flu getting fired, the losing season, and they come back out on top. I mean, what an arc of a career when there you, you actually think about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Again, I think you look back at the history of you know this game, but you look back at the history of Grizz football, and I think... For the real fans that really know Grizz football, you know, they'll look back on that time as, you know, I think definitely a time where Grizz football could have gone two ways. You right. know, they could have gone downhill and we're trying to rebuild and catch up, uh, but it went the opposite way. And, you know, I think a huge component to that is, you know, the the guys over at GSA, like Greg Sunberg and sure. you know, Ken Haslam coming in and, and making it a priority to fundraise get some money to give these athletes of Montana the proper facilities, you know, great locker room, things like that, because our stadium was amazing. Mm -hmm. When we can recruit with also our weight room, locker rooms, things like that, um, you know, so I think that was big. Uh, looking back on that time and just the, the way that everyone came together in the athletics, hey, hiring Mick Delaney, getting Kent in there, you know, Greg Sunberg, all those guys, so... It's a cool, interesting time, you know, and it really helped me grow as a player and a man, honestly. So it was good. The uh, Jeff Choate dropped a stat at his press conference on Monday. He was talking about how in the FBS level, I think 78% of the head coaches are either in their second or third years. It's become such a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately business. Yeah, it's three years or less of a tenure right. at, a, at, a, at his place. You, I mean, you could win 10 games every year like Jim Harbaugh and still be on the hot seat all the time because you can't beat one team. You know, you can't beat yeah. Ohio State. For or sure. you're not Nick Saban. You're not Alabama. Even it might be were... the khakis, too, though, honestly. <laughs> that might be. But, but regardless, coaching changes are so prevalent now, and I think it, it, the impact it has on a program has gotten lost on people a little bit. But... It has an impact just because of the attrition that occurs, right? My brother and I were talking about guys that were in your class, some guys that were just so good, they just kind of got lost in the wash because they came for to sure. play for Coach Houck, and then Flew gets fired, and that, what am I going to do? Maybe I got hurt. I don't really have a position. I mean, like, remember Chris Bradford? Oh, yeah. I mean, Chris Bradford was an oh, we had all We had all sorts of talented guys. I mean, Chris Bradford was so talented, he just kind of got lost in the wash because he came to play for Bobby, and then he kind of just got homesick, and then he was just gone. But he would have been an all-big sky D-tackle just based on for talent, sure. right? But, I mean, how hard is it to go through coaching transitions like that because sometimes it, it just makes the attrition happen even if everybody's getting along. Sometimes it just happens, right? For sure. It's extremely difficult. I mean, and honestly, it depends on the coach. Totally. Is that coach, you know, is he prepared to come in there and, hey, really evaluate every former player under Bobby or whatever that Bobby recruited and say, hey, this is what I want to do with him. This is my vision for that individual player. You know, some coaches, hey, they come in there and they're like, okay, well, you know what? He's just not going to fit. I'm gonna, I want to get my guy. And I think you see the coaches that come in and really focus on the personnel for that first one to two years, yep. they make that successful transition. I mean, look at what Bobby Houck's doing on offense right now, right? Right, exactly. I mean, he just, I mean, I never thought I'd see a Bobby Houck team throw for 320 yards a game, but that's what they do because that's where their talent is at. Yeah, that's right. And I think, I mean, you know, you look at just, again, I'm just going to go back to my senior or my uh, time at UM. 
you know, Bobby, we go to the national championship in 09, then Flugrad comes in. We have, we struggle that year because we're transitioning offense. We're trying to put in, you know, more of a spread system. Bobby built that for, you know, power and running down your throat and same thing on defense. So, you know, we had a transition and then Delaney, same thing. Um, again, we had a little, you know, rough patch that first year and then we were successful. But, you know, I think too, my second point is just for what coaching changes do for, the athlete and the student athlete is you know a lot of these guys when you're getting recruited you're committing four or five years of your life to somebody you know into a place into a, a school and so when you do that you know you're expecting yeah it's like hey i'm putting my career in your hands too and say like i've worked my whole life to get to college and so that can be very hard on players honestly when a coach leaves and then a new coach comes in and you you just don't know the new coach you, you don't know how to get that vibe from him it does he like you whatever and so you know it can definitely play with you uh, mentally as a student athlete too so it's a lot but you know i think the guys who are mentally tough are successful in those coaching changes Coulter, you have a business, and your business is based in the World Wide Web. Indeed I do, so I'm on my computer all the time. And if you're not online, you're not making money, and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure. Am I right? Absolutely. Got to be cyber safe this day and age. Well, for you business owners out there, whether you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, it's still running through the web. We all know that's a fact. And in today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. They do. They're keeping everybody cyber-secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. So ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot. It's 2 Tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television here in Bozeman at the Universal Athletic. Come on by the Universal Athletic wherever you are around the state. Certainly in Bozeman, come by, say hi to us, see what's going on, get yourself some up-top gear. Cat, Grizz, doesn't matter, they do it all, or you can uh, uh, also... Shout even- out to Luke, man, shout out to Luke. Hey, there you go. Getting, getting, getting the Andersons involved. Oh yeah, we saw Luke. Saw Luke for just a half second at the Weber State game. He, yep, he was. I mean, he's still a passionate Grizz fan, no doubt. Well, well, it's, hey, it's a Montana company. You know, we're talking oh, about absolutely. Montana. But let's support Montana companies. So there you go. I, mean, awesome. I remember when Cole started throwing the hats around the Mo Club ten years ago. Where'd, yeah. you, get, where'd you get these? They're like, would you guys buy these if we made them? Absolutely. <laughs> we would. Yeah. Here we now. Everybody in the state has one. There you right? go. Uh, this might seem like a dumb question, but I'll ask it anyway. Is the Cat Chris game, was it fun to play in? Oh, yeah. Because, I mean... Yeah, it, listen, if it, 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 if it wasn't like fun it for be. anybody, they don't belong on the football field. Okay. Like, you're not a football player if that's not fun for it you. It just seems like, you know, so much goes into it and so much preparation and emotion, maybe something like angst, maybe something like anger, uh, maybe it, all of this stuff and excitement, certainly. And, and on the field, I have no doubt that it's fun. To go mm-hmm. play in, but also there's just a lot. I mean, it, it's hard, man. Like it's it's hard. Football's hard in general. Sure. I understand that, but but uh, I mean, it seems like the the glory that fans look at, and they're like, oh, of course. I mean, well, I'd give my left leg to go out there and play. You know what I mean? But right. also, if you actually have to, maybe you know, I don't know. Yeah, you know. I mean, listen. I think you bring up uh, points about other May football games around the country or teams that don't have rivalries, but again, I just think the history mm. that's behind this game, it just adds that emphasis to you as a player where you know, you know how special it is. I remember, you know, Ty Greg Rack was on the show a couple of days yep. ago here, and you know he would always make such a great point to me when I was a linebacker coach. He was my linebacker coach, and I was a linebacker there, and he would just say, hey, you guys go make history. Like, this game has so much history, and I think mm-hmm. with that comes all those emotions comes all that maybe false pressure or good pressure right um and i think especially for me now the way i've almost matured with the way i view the game i think my freshman year and sophomore year it was like you know hey ftc let's go kick their you know, right, you know right, what right. <laughs> uh that type of thing now it's still that but then i think 
my senior year, it was a little more. It was like just, hey, I want to really go out there, play well for my team. But also, yeah, I mean, I want to dominate. Um, and I want them to just be overwhelmed by us as a team. And then I think now it's really just appreciating what that game was and how fortunate I was to be able to play in something like that as a player. There are a lot of schools out there that don't have any kind of rivalry like this. So I think now looking back, being done playing football, I get to look back and just be so appreciative of just the amazing experiences that I had in this game because you see it. I mean, the stadium's packed. People love this. The whole state of Montana, the eyes are on either Bozeman or Missoula every every day and every, uh, you know, November 20, whatever it is. This, So it's uh, it's awesome. It's a great, great experience. I think that sometimes two people that follow this game, people that cheer for this game, don't realize how well you guys know each other on the other side too, right? I mean, even if you don't know yeah. this guy as a buddy, you know who he is. You played an all-star game with him. You played against him in high school. I mean, like Jordy and Cody Kirk, for example, right? right. I mean, those guys grew up together. I mean, they, they know each other since they're five years old, and I think that that's one part that the fans don't get is that most of the time you guys don't hate each other. You guys have mad respect for each right, other. Right, absolutely. I mean, I remember, you know, Daenerys McGee, I would always watch him, and he came in as a freshman playing well, and I just remember, I respected him. I mean, the fact he came in and he really helped bring that team back. Guys like Cody Kirk, where I've worked, you know, worked out with Cody in the summer. Um, but, you know, those guys really, yeah, they brought kind of Bobcat football really up and um you know for me coming out of high school the bobcats maybe won four games you know the grizz won national championship games and so then i go to um and the bobcats really are very successful going to playoff games winning a lot of games and it's for those guys like denarius mcgee and and uh cody so i think you know to that point culture we definitely have mutual respect for each other for some guys but, you know, there are definitely some guys over there who were like, all right, bud, strap it up. Let's go. You know? <laughs> so uh, it's good, though, man. It's just a great rivalry. It really is. Well, it's a great rivalry. It's awesome to hear your perspective on it. Uh, people don't know this, but you commuted like four and a half hours out of the woods to come here for this today, Brock. You've been out hunting hard uh, the, the, this whole season, so we appreciate you coming by and Absolutely, doing this. And uh, enjoy the game tomorrow. Are you going to be in the stadium tomorrow? Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm going to be on the sideline okay, with my boys. Okay, okay. Yeah, we'll go, go Grizz, see you man. then. Yeah, we'll yeah. Okay. I got some good memories on that sideline, so I'm going to go right back. I think, actually, we were like, maybe the last time, two maybe two times ago in Bozeman, you were still playing. You were playing for the Seahawks, I remember, actually. Yeah. And you had a bye, and you were able to yeah. come back. I remember I, we ran into you on the sidelines. Yeah, it's been awesome. I mean, when I was playing, I had two bye weeks fall on this weekend. So That's, amazing. Like, <laughs> That's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. Well, Brock, we certainly appreciate you being here, man. It's just fun to catch up and uh, and do this with you, so thanks for being here. It's always here. fun, man. You guys do a great job. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Brock. Brock Coyle, boys and girls, uh, former Grizz. Uh, former Seahawk, 49er, and uh, current Montanan, always, uh, with Brock Coyle. Love having him in here. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back up from one Grizz to another. Colt Anderson going to join us. He knows a little thing or two about this rivalry as well. He'll join us right after this. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Hey, boys and girls. Here's a little sports news for you on a Cat Grizz Friday. Rivalry showdown number 119 is a day away, and champions across Montana will be crowned as uh, the state championships begin tonight on Cat Grizz Weekend. Also, there's a non-football note to notice. Montana State star runner Camilla Noe will compete on the national stage. The freshman and Bozeman High product will compete in the NC2A cross-country championships on Saturday. The women's six-kilometer championship race begins at 9.15 a.m. in Terahuate, Indiana. 
pretty sure I got that right. No way will be the seventh Bobcat run women's runner to participate in the NCAA championships since Darby native Heather DeMorris took the 58th, took 58th at the meet in 2013. That race will be the precursor to the showdown. The Treasure State is collectively anticipating. The number three Montana Grizzlies visit the number eight Montana State Bobcats for a kickoff schedule for high noon at Bobcat Stadium tomorrow. The matchup pits the Big Sky Conference's top rushing offense in the Bobcats against the league's most stout rushing defense. Montana State is looking for its fourth straight win over the rival Grizzlies. MSU has not won four straight since the last four years of legendary coach Sonny Holland's tenure, which ended in 1977. The winner of the game will likely show up a top eight seed and a bye in the 2014 FCS playoff field. The matchup is the first between the two top ten teams in the rivalry since 2011 and just the second time. Both teams will have been ranked as high in 122 years. Live from Bozeman, Montana, we're at the Universal Athletic, also in the Montana Football Hall of Fame, which is housed here, outstanding to be here, and uh, getting some up-top gear going. You got your Montana over everything, I got my uh, my uh, 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 up-top hunting camo shirt going here, so it's uh, pretty good all the way around. We are broadcasting through, still, the Kurtz Polaris Studios, Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in uh, in in Sealy, and on Saturday, December the seventh, one day only. It's the seventh annual snow day at Kurtz Polaris in Missoula, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. They got free lunch for you, free coffee, bunch of stuff going on, and the biggest sale of the entire year, one day, December seventh at Kurtz Polaris. It is time now uh, to uh, to go to the phones. It is our Opportunity Bank Coach's Corner because even though he was a player in both first the University of Montana and uh, in uh, the NFL for nine seasons, he's a coach. For Butte, he's in fact going to be on the sidelines for the Butte Bulldog uh, Bozeman Hawk State Double A Championship game tonight, and uh, we were certainly happy to be joined this week by Colt Anderson to talk about this game. Please enjoy our conversation with Colt Anderson on a Cat Grizz Friday. We go now to the Rankage Brothers RV phone line. We welcome in a former Montana Grizzly and a nine-year NFL veteran, Colt Anderson, to the show. Colt, thanks for so much for joining us. Huge day. You're going to the Butte High uh, State Championship game. And then, of course, tomorrow it's Cat Grizz, which I think you may know something about. Good to have you along, man. How are you? Hey, it's great being on here. Yeah, two big games. It should be a fun weekend. Tonight, let's start there, man. I mean, you're going to the Naranchi Stadium. When it's loaded up, when it's packed, I mean, that place is special, right? What's it like? I know the the, the semifinals last week in the state championship tonight. What do you think it's uh, – What tell the people kind of what it's like in there when that place is rocking. Well, you know, it, it's funny. Um, it, it, it's obviously a great stadium with a lot of history. But, uh, you know, when they when they revamped the stadium and decided to, uh, you know, move from East Middle School back up to View High, the original playing uh, field for View High, uh, you know, one of the main guys that had a lot of influence on designing the stadium is, is a big Grizz fan. So he wanted to get a little Grizz uh, character in there. And, um, you know, it does have that feel. You know, the, the, the fans are right on top of you. You got the metal or the, uh, you know, the concrete walls right right close to the field. And it, it's a great atmosphere and uh, obviously a uh, great home field advantage for the Butte High Bulldogs. And, um, you know, I, I know, I know other teams that come in are, are really excited to play there as well. It's funny too, right? Because you mentioned that they used to play at the middle school. That's the only place I remember playing in high school was at the middle school. I don't because you guys didn't play in the, in Naranchi, right? No, no, yeah. The only thing we did up in Naranchi was we practiced there, and then uh, some varsity played. You know, like this freshman sophomore JV games were, were played up there. Um, you know, they had the grass, uh, the, the hill there that was just covered in grass. So if you want to go watch a game, you, you brought a blanket and sat on the hill. But uh, you know where that hill is now is, is completely full of uh, bleachers, and it's it's awesome. I, I guess tonight they're they're predicting anywhere from eight to ten thousand fans and. Uh, it, it should be a great environment and a great atmosphere for these kids. Well, that is going to be awesome, and it's uh, it's a great uh, precursor to a pretty big game tomorrow, from what I understand, a Cat Grizz football game, and one that you were in, uh, uh, obviously, a number of times. And look, man, I don't know. Everybody everybody knows, I think, kind of generally how big a game this is and, and, you know, your experience in it and so forth. But just year in and year out, when you when it gets to this point again, what, what's sort of the emotion that builds in you where you're going, okay, you know, it's another 
It's another Cat-Grizz game. It's another rivalry game. And even now, this time, as a, as a you know an, an observer, as a fan, et cetera, what's it like for you? Right. Um, yeah, you know, growing up in Montana, I had two uncles that played for the Cats. Uh, one of my uncles was a quarterback there. The other was an you know, All-American safety. So, uh, you know, I grew up watching the Cats, but, but you know, my, my loyalty and my heart was with the Grizz. I, 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 1995, my fourth grade teacher was Dave Dickinson, and it just happened to be, uh, you know, during that, that NF, the, uh, national championship run. So, uh, when I was 10, that's when I fell in love with the Grizz. And, um, you know, it's, it's obviously a huge game. And, uh, you know, but when we were at Montana, we had, we we got everybody's best game. Um, you know, it was everyone's everyone had Montana marked down on the calendar for the rivalry game, and uh, you know, for us, it was just another game. Um, obviously, having Bobby Howe as our head coach, uh, you know, he he instilled that it wasn't just another game that that, that it runs deeper than that. Um, you know, so you're going to get everybody's best game when you're a Montana Grizzly, and, and it was no different when we played the Cats. Butte itself, the town of Butte, is such an interesting battleground when it comes to this rivalry because, you know, the last 10 years haven't been that many kids from Butte that have gone on to play for the Cats or the Grizz, but for a long time, such a rich recruiting ground. There's so many guys that played for the Cats and the Grizz. I mean, so much of the history of Montana State stems from Butte. You know, Jim Sweeney, Sonny Lubick, Sonny Holland, Mick Delaney, first coach for the Cats before, you know, becoming a Grizz later on in life. I mean, there's a lot of ties on the Cats side, but then you look at the Grizz side, McDenahy, McDelaney, multiple Butte guys on that side as well. Bobby Houck okay. traces his roots all the way back to Butte too. But now, when you're sitting there in Butte, what, what, which, which way does Butte lean right now? Or is it just split down the middle? Is it a Cat Town? Is it a Grizz Town? Or where, where's Butte at? No, right now? it's it's definitely a Grizz Town because I mean, because I mean, of the guy we're talking to I right mean, now. I'm telling you what, you look for <laughs> a non-biased answer in the wrong spot. Colter. <laughs> no, it's a Grizz. Actually, it's, it's cool. Um, you know, uh, Mick Denny, he's living back here in Butte now. Mick Delaney's living back here in Butte now. And it, it's awesome. My dad gets to golf with both those guys. And it, it's, it's crazy that, uh, you know, we've had so much history, with, you know, with, uh, you know, college coaches coming out of here. My high school football coach was the coordinator, Greg Salo, for uh, Montana State. And so, um, you know, we like to think that, uh, you know, we, we uh, are, are, are kind of the heart of Montana football. And it's been cool to... Uh, you know, see guys like Mick Denny, he just down at, you know, playing golf with him. And Mick Delaney, he comes to a lot of Butte High's practices. And, um, you know, it's pretty neat. And, um, yeah, Bobby Houck, his parents are both from Butte. Timmy Houck was born here in Butte. Um, you know, so it's it's pretty neat. And I, I think I think we got one Butte kid on, on Montana's uh, roster, Dylan Cook. He's mm-hmm. starting right tackle. So, you know, he's got a great story. He goes to Northern, and he's quarterback and decides that it's not for him. And he walks onto the Grizz and as a right tackle and a year later he's starting. So it's pretty cool. You know, the, um, a lot of, a lot of, like you said, a lot of history comes from Butte. Um, you know, we're proud of it obviously, but you know, they used to play the, the, the rivalry game here was played here at Naranchi stadium. So, uh, you know, it goes way back. Cole Anderson joining us, former Grizz, longtime NFL veteran. And, uh, you know, Colt, I'm not going to ask you if you're surprised if the Grizz are are back the way that they are because I know that you're not with Bobby Houck being there, but are you surprised that it's happened this quickly, that they're the number three team in the nation and a one-loss team at the FCS level and, and you know, staring already in a playoff seed and, and a, a, a run uh, in the face right now in year two? Right, right. You know, with Bobby Houck and, and, and the way that he gets those guys to play so hard, I'm, I'm not surprised. I, I was actually surprised that they didn't have, you know, more success last year. You know, they led a couple games to boy last year. And uh, I knew I knew Bobby and the rest of the staff would get those guys going. And uh, I'm not surprised this year. I, I was able to go out and catch that Oregon game. And, um, you know, that was a lot of fun. I, I, I'm kind of, I have fixed feelings with, uh, you know, playing up and, playing you know, you, you, know, you kind of risk reward. With, you, you can lose a bunch of guys with injuries, but, you know, that, I, I felt like after those that game, those guys just gained a lot more confidence. Like, oh, yeah, maybe we can play with these guys. Um, you know, they got to see that speed, and, and I, I think it helped, you know, Montana play to uh, play up. You know, they've been playing a lot faster and more physical, and it's been fun to, to, to see their growth. I want to ask you about the developmental program because I was telling my brother this the other night. You know, we, I started going to practices when Coach Alk first got back. Uh, back. They were so similar to what I used to watch you guys do when you guys were there. From that day he came back to then last fall camp to then this fall camp to then watching them practice each of the last two Wednesdays leading up to this week, 
they they get noticeably better every single time. It, it's amazing. Like the yeah. team really is better on a week to week basis, not just months or seasons. Week to week, they're better. What about the program? Why, yeah. why why does it help you get better? Not just incrementally, but so quickly. Yeah, no, that's that's really a great question. You know, I, I, I can speak, you know, for myself. You know, I came in as a walk on, so did Mark Mariani and you know, a bunch of other guys. And um, you know, he he's not looking for the the quick fix guys. He understands that if you want a good program, you gotta you gotta develop those young players and and it you know mentally and physically. And and that's what he does. And, and not only does it do it year over year, but like you said, week week to week to get the best out of each individual player. And you know. Um, he gets in there. He's honest with guys. He, he makes corrections. He holds guys accountable. Guys accountable. And, uh, and uh, you know, you mess up, fine. Well, that's on me. But let's not do it again. And um, you know, it's, it's, it's cool. It's, it's a great program. Great program. It's a great. Uh, it's a great uh, it was a great place to play, and uh, I learned a lot from him. Um, you know, not only as a player, just as a person. Cool. Uh, you and your brother Luke, your brother Luke's been running up top clothing and are part of this uh, broadcast actually today doing this thing, uh, you know, from Bozeman and uh, getting ready for the Cat Grizz game tomorrow. So we appreciate that. I got my Montana Till I Die shirt on right now. Thank you very much uh, for that thing. I mean, that's that's an all-timer. But uh, tell the people, obviously, I mean, a little bit about, you know, the, about the Brown, about up top, but also just to kind of about what it is because I don't think there is – anything like it when it comes to, you know, born and bred state of Montana and covering everybody. You know what I mean? It's not just a cat. It's not a Grizz. It's not, it's, it gets into the frontier conference and everything else too. Yeah, no, really. It, it, it's funny. You know how it started. I was a joke. We, we, I think I told you guys this last year, we just started making a couple hats, a couple shirts for ourselves and giving a couple to our friends. And, and then next thing you know, we're like, God, maybe we should, uh, sell a couple and so we sell a couple, take that money and, and, and make a few more. And it's just kind of evolved over the years, you know, just from t-shirts to hats to, you know, now getting our CLC license to sell college uh, apparel. And, um, you know, we're, we're selling a lot of high school gear too. It's, it's, a, it's like, it's what we call a lifestyle clothing brand and you're, you're proud to wear it. You're, you're excited to wear it. And, um, you, you know, it, it's been a lot of fun. We've gotten a lot of support and obviously we couldn't do it without, without the people of Montana and even around the, even around, uh, you know, United States. So it's, it's been cool. A lot of my teammates, when I was playing, you know, were, were proud to wear it. And uh, still to this day, asked me to send them some stuff. So uh, it, it's really neat. And, um, you know, it's we, we want to keep that home roots, uh, you know, clothing brand and, and uh, keep it local. It's been fun. And, uh, you know, hopefully we keep growing. But we know we appreciate you guys, you know, for all your support. And, um, you know, we, we, you know, not only you guys, but just, like I said, people around the state. And um, it, it's been cool. Well, Montanans love Montana, man, and if they can find something they know goes all the way down uh, into the state, they're they're into it, and certainly up top has been and is that. So that's uh, that's that's pretty sweet. Well, I appreciate it. All sorts of up top clothing right here at Universal Athletics. Right. So come on down. You can get geared up for the game, no matter which side of the rivalry you're on. Or maybe you want to wear some Western gear to the game. Whatever you got it. Universal Athletics got you covered. So does up top clothing. Colt, we'll get you out of here on this. Put your analyst hat on. What's going to happen tomorrow? Uh, when Montana and Montana State meet for the 119th time, I think it's going to start out a little sloppy, but uh, you know Montana is going to uh, uh, dominate the second half, and I predict the victory of uh, let's go 28-13. Uh, Ooh, very Ooh, good. Taking the under on this one, I like it. I like it. 28-13 <laughs> says Cole Anderson. Hey man, enjoy the game tonight. Enjoy the game tomorrow, and uh, and we'll catch up with with you soon. We appreciate you taking the time out. Okay, man. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. Coulter, you have a business, and your business is based in the World Wide Web. Indeed, I do. So I'm on my computer all the time. And if you're not online, you're not making money, and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure. Am I right? Absolutely. Got to be cyber safe this day and age. Well, for you business owners out there, whether you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, it's still running through the web. We all know that's a fact. And in today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. They do. They're keeping everybody cyber-secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. So ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, 
Visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot. Just over two hours from now, Butte Bozeman from Naranchi Stadium. We'll talk about that a little bit. We are broadcasting live through the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy. Check them out on Saturday, December 7th. It's Kurtz's 7th annual snow day, the biggest sale of the entire year. One day only, 6 hours, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Kurtz Polaris. It is time now for our Farmers State Bank Prep Extra segment. What a great day to have this going on, Coulter, as uh, we got one state football championship tonight, and it's going to be a doozy, and then another four uh, tomorrow, uh, Class A, yeah, Class A, B, C, eight-man, and C, six-man. Let's talk, though, Coulter, about the big game tonight in Butte between the Butte Bulldogs, Tommy Malott leading the top-powered offense of, uh, of Butte against maybe the best defense in the state in the Bozeman Hawks, who uh, who held uh, uh, Jackson Lee in a high-powered Sentinel offense to 21 points last week in the state semifinal. This is going to be a great game. Coulter, they were already lined up at noon today, if not before, uh, at Naranchi Stadium. They're tailgating this thing. This has a feeling of uh, of, of everything you'd ever want for a major, major college atmosphere uh, over there in Butte tonight. <laughs> Man, one of my favorite parts about this weekend is just the reunion element of it. We just saw a bunch more people that we know. Yep. Uh, we, we should have just grabbed Trace Timber right there, have him come sit down too, because he's got a he's got an awesome cat grizz story. Mm. Because both his dad Kurt and his uncle Troy were on the 1984 uh, Bobcat National Championship team, and then his brother, his older brother Ty, decided to go to the Grizz, and that was not a popular decision yeah. in their family. But then Trace and his little brother Trevor came to the Cats too. So there's a bunch of Timber boys that have played in this rivalry on both sides. I know that Ty he he was not the most popular brother in his household for a long time but uh not tonight in butte's gonna be uh it's gonna be wild man because like we were talking about with brock coyle off the top of the show butte and bozeman are fierce rivals and you're talking about towns that are only 75 miles apart which is very close by montana standards and those two towns couldn't be a world away i mean they are so different right and I mean, it's going to be a fascinating dynamic of... The, the water here goes to the Gulf of Mexico. The water there goes to the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> I mean, what more? How, how bigger a separation could you possibly have? No doubt, man. And, it's, uh, and when you talk about the differences in the towns, then you talk about the differences of the teams. Mm. I mean, Bozeman hasn't always been like this, but they're, they're a ground-and-pound defensive first outfit. They try to turn the ball over a bunch on defense. They stuff the run, and they run the ball with authority. Asher Croy is a power back. I mean, that, that's what he does. He comes downhill at you, smacks you in the face. And Carter Ash on the other side of the ball is one of the best DBs in the entire state. Nine interceptions this year. I guess ten after he had a pick last week as well that he almost took back for a touchdown. He's also one of the best punt returners in the in the state. He's got four punt return touchdowns this year as well. But uh, then, on, then you look at Butte, high-octane offense. Mm-hmm. Tommy Lott's gotten all the headlines this year, and rightfully so. I can't tell you how many times he had 350 yards of total offense or more this year. Every every morning when I'm right at the sports center, Tommy Lott threw for 350-plus, three touchdowns, rushed for another 90 to 125. I mean, the kid's an offensive machine. He's a true dual threat, and he plays defense as well. So he's the guy that is the engine, but they have a bunch of other playmakers as well. The Moreno kid, their main tailback, is a bruiser too. Uh, to me, this is going to be a hard-fought game. I don't think it, you know on a on a November night like this, a mile high, a mile deep in Naranchi, I, I can't really see a, a crazy amount of offensive fireworks. I mean, there's going to be some points scored. Make, make no mistake, but I think this is going to be more of a slugfest. Even though Butte, Butte has been so high-powered on offense, just because I do think these are contrasting styles. And when you're talking about late November. We know which one almost always wins out. So it's going to be a fun, fun night in Naranchi Stadium in Butte, America. I can't wait. Uh, tomorrow, Coulter, another four state championship games going on. Class A, it's an Eastern affair. Miles City hosting Laurel. And, uh, I mean, again, with 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 a guy like Carson Rostad and obviously Hamilton having been in the last two state championships and undefeated up until that point, and Dylan, who has been you know the class of Class A for the last decade plus, for those two teams to make it to the semifinals and neither of them to make it in to the state championship shows you just what kind of firepower is going on in the eastern side of the state in Class A this year. But Miles City hosting their first state championship since I believe 1995, the last time it was in Miles City. Laurel going to go through. 
Billings, head out to Miles City for a football game tomorrow afternoon. No doubt. We just talked to hey, all the people you see, right? I introduced you to Dalton Reed. He was on the last Miles City State Championship team uh, in 2010. And it's been a little while. I mean, he was saying it's such a big deal in the town that uh, he was actually even thinking of driving to Miles City tomorrow mm. and skipping the Cat Grizz game, but he can't do that. He's, uh, he, he's, he's married to the Durham family, so he's not allowed to he, skip the Cat you better, Grizz You better be at that thing. In, uh, yeah, exactly. In, in Bozeman. So, yeah. No, but uh, it's been interesting because we talked about this earlier on uh, in the week and I guess in the month that uh, the, the Western A got so many headlines. Right. And I think a lot of that's just, Hamilton and Frenchtown's proximity to Missoula and the fact that then the media could just cover them a little more. Miles City's kind of out on this island. They're not getting much coverage except for maybe into Billings, but that's hours away. Well, the other thing, and too, though, when you've got know. a Gatorade player of the year that's a quarterback oh, totally. that's no, committed, no, totally. I mean, there's going to be oh, I'm not saying I'm not saying Hamilton didn't deserve a lot of sure, headlines sure. this year. I'm just saying Miles City's kind of been this outpost, and I think they're kind of this mysterious team, but don't look now. They're 11-0. They're giving up seven points per game. I mean, they have the best defense in the state of Montana, so it's going to be a slugfest tomorrow. Uh, and that, that'll be a fun one as well to monitor. This is our prep extra segment. It's a great time of year. Four state championship games tomorrow kicking off at 1 in the afternoon and just over two hours from now in Butte, America. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm not saying you should rob anybody, but if you wanted to, tonight's the night at Butte because nobody's <laughs> home in Butte right now for the Butte-Bozeman football game. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll uh, look forward to being at that. And uh, certainly on Monday, we will cover everything that happens and uh, as state championships are handed out over the weekend. It's our prep extra segment. It's brought to us by Farmers State Bank. Hey, Christmas is coming around. How are you going to finance it? Are you going to put up high interest rates on a credit card? Don't do that. Apply for a holiday loan at Farmer State Bank. Fast approval times, low interest, and easy payments, OAC. Hour one in the books. The final hour of the week heading into a Cat Grizz weekend coming up, and it gets going with a bang. J.P. Flynn, former Cat, former NFL football player, and a man who's got a lot to say. I mean, he brought his dog with him, for crying out loud. <laughs> we got, we're going to have him on here and talk Cat Grizz rivalry with a Bozeman flavor right after this. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.